Hello and welcome to this In Conversation series with some of UQ's highest achieving alumni, the 2020 UQ Alumni Award winners. My name is Madonna King and my guest is Deb Riley, who has been awarded the Vice-Chancellor's Alumni Excellence Award. What for? Or where do we begin? A four-time Emmy Award-winning production designer and art director. A portfolio that includes Game of Thrones, Moulin Rouge, The Matrix and the Sydney 2000 Olympic Games. A Bachelor of Design Studies at UQ in 1997 must seem a world away now. It, it does in some ways and then in other ways not. For me, the, the course uh, at UQ was fundamental in um, everything that I've done since. So I use a lot of the skills that I learned at UQ every day in my job. So um, for me, it's something that's actually continued to be quite present uh, in my life and in my career. And I made some really good friends there as well and had a really great time. So um, I have very vivid memories of the place as well. Yes, it might be 27 years ago since I left UQ, but uh, it doesn't seem that long to me. Was your intention to graduate as an architect? Yes, it was. And what changed along the way? Um, I think it was um, as simple as I realised I wasn't as good as um, some friends of mine in the class. And it was extraordinary because my grandmother uh, said to me at the time, um, I think you're drawing too many straight lines. And that became something that I carried with me because I had always been very good at drawing and art at school was, um, you know, my main focus. I had also been quite academic, but art was clearly my talent. And so from there, uh, listening to her, I realized that uh, maybe it wasn't for me in its pure form, um, but I went and saw Batman Returns at Tim Burton Film uh, with a group of friends when I was in third year. And I looked at the screen and realized that there existed a different type of architecture. And I just wanted to know what that was and who did that and what that was even called. I wasn't aware that there was a profession called production design. So I went back to my old school and uh, looked at the career guides, which is how you did it in those days, and realized that you could study set design. So I moved on from architecture to set design. So how did your, your work on the Game of Thrones begin? The work on Game of Thrones uh, came entirely out of the blue, to be honest. When I had moved to Los Angeles in 2008, my agent at the time had sent me around to meet all of the producers of the big studios, which was um, quite an experience to drive into the Paramount lot and meet one of the studio heads there, drive to HBO and meet um, one of the heads of HBO and to go around all of the studios and basically introduce myself. And at that time, I had met the head of production um, at HBO called Janet Graham Borber. And that had been in 2008. And Janet phoned back in 2013 and told me that uh, there was a job that she thought that I should interview for. Um, when I started interviewing for Game of Thrones, it took about a month for me to get the job. Um, I was on a very, very tiny film down in Louisiana. And uh, it had come completely out of the blue. So when the job actually came through, there was no one more surprised than myself. What do you think got you that job? Um, I actually think it was a combination of things. Um, partly I begged for the job, which um, people tell you that you should never do, but I just knew in my bones that I could do it. 
And um, I don't think that feeling comes along very often, but I really knew that that was something that I would be able to do well. Um, working with Baz Luhrmann had taught me how to build on stage and I understood from Moulin Rouge how to take all of my training that I had had both at UQ and later on at the National Institute of Dramatic Art and create um, something extraordinary on stage. When I worked with David Atkins on the Olympics, I learned never to be afraid of scale. And then when I was working with Alejandro González Inaritu, I learned that I could also work on location. And so between stage and location and scale, that was Game of Thrones. So um, I knew that I had a very special combination of skills and I had youth and enthusiasm on my side. You just mentioned some wonderful lessons around stage and location and scale. Are there lessons you've learned about yourself or personal lessons along the way that's really helped you? I've learned many things about myself along the way and um, one of the things I've learned is actually just how brave I am. It, it takes a lot to um, take yourself overseas and position yourself in a place where you can uh, be even considered for those type of jobs. And that involved for me leaving all of my friends and family behind and going to Los Angeles where I didn't know anybody at that point. And, um, and then to even, there was, you know, five incredibly lean years in between getting Game of Thrones. And then when I did get the job, I had to go and move to Northern Ireland where, again, I didn't know anybody and uh, work with a group of people who were already established and had done three years of the show. So bravery to me was something that I wish somebody had have spoken to me about much earlier in my career and just say how much of it you need and how much belief in yourself and your skills you need to have. That's a terrific message to young alumni too. What about a mistake or a misjudgment you've made that you'd be happy to tell us about that you've learned from? Anything there? I think the great advantage of being freelance is that any mistake or misjudgment you can quickly recalibrate and um, move forward from. Um, I have personally, as a result of my career, I'll say I missed out on a lot of things. And there have been times, I think, where my friends and family may have thought that I made a mistake. Like, during those very lean years in LA, there were many people who were telling me, I think it's time to come home. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was quite difficult. But um, you, you were brave enough to stay and exactly. hasn't that proved the right decision? But what do you think you've missed out on? Um, it's just all of the things like um, when people were getting married and having kids and all that sort of stuff. I was, I was sitting by myself overseas. But it's just all about distance and how difficult it is sometimes to, to be by yourself in a, in a place that you don't know with nothing more than a belief that one day it might work out. Yeah, and, and, and you know, so much depends on reviews and how the public respond to something. On an opening night, the, the next day when the reviews are out, do you live or die by those? How important are they? I would be lying if I was to say that I didn't care or that I didn't watch them or read them. Um, Game of Thrones taught me a lot about that because um, particularly in season eight, uh, it was very, very difficult to read um, what people were saying about the show at that point. So um, it's important to actually be able to treat sort of the victory and the defeat in the same way because if you let it, get to you, it will eat you alive. And I'll never forget, I watched the, um, the final 
of Game of Thrones uh, in a friend's apartment in New York City. And I had to get back on the subway and go back down to Tribeca where I was living. And the train carriage was absolutely furious with the way the show had ended. People were screaming about it. And here I am sitting on the subway listening to this, thinking if only these people knew who was listening to this. And, uh, yeah, like people had very strong opinions. And I, as I say, it, it, it hurt some of it. And it was something that I needed to get over very quickly <laughs> because it, it obviously was. It shows the engagement that oh, you're able to deliver. I know. And people were so, people loved the show. And it was a, it was a compliment on one hand, but devastating for me personally on another. So how important in what you do are mentors? Do you have one or what do you look for in a mentor? I was fortunate when I was on Moulin Rouge, the set decorator, and her name was Bridget Brock, or is Bridget Brock, and she is a production designer in her own right working in Mexico. And she is the production designer for Alejandro Gonzalez Naruto. And she said to me when we were working on Moulin Rouge, come with me and I will mentor you. And those were the magic words. So she took me to Mexico and it was extraordinary. And that was how I had that introduction into um, not only Alejandro's world, but uh, the United States ultimately. And then that led to me being able to uh, move over there and then seek work in my own right. So it was an extraordinary process, but Bridget really taught me how to work on location and how to, to build a space in a way that I hadn't known before because I had only really worked on stage. Well, what about at university? Was there a particular tutor or lecturer that, that took you beyond the textbook books that made you think beyond what you were learning inside a room? I think there are two lecturers that stand out for me from my time at UQ. Um, one was uh, Dr. Greg Banford, and he taught us a subject called Behaviour and Environment Studies, which essentially boiled down to the psychology of space. And although I didn't realize it at the time, those principles are the things that I always come back to in my job of how can I apply those principles of, of space and how people interpret space and feel about space into my work. How can I put that on screen and help illustrate and support uh, a character's story? So um, it was the work that Greg taught us that was most easily applied into the work that I do in film. But we had a tutor in design called Max Horner, and Max was very famous um, for the work that he was doing with students and the way he worked at student with students. And he told me that one of the plans that I drew looked like I'd dropped a pizza on it, and he was right. <laughs> and it's that kind of criticism that I think you need when you're starting out. It's like not every like not everyone's like your mum. And is going to be, uh, you know, so incredibly supportive of what you're doing. You've got to learn how to take criticism. You've got to learn how to move on, you know. You're so right. I don't think we say that enough. Every job has a boring part. What do you least like about what you do, Deb? I think every, every design job, uh, you know, when you bring it to fruition, has the awful crushing feeling of uh, schedule and budget issues. There's always a moment where reality comes crashing down. Yeah. So going forward, do you have a plan? Do you know where you want to be in 10 years' time? Um, no. Isn't that odd? Um, it's not the kind of career I think that you can plan for like that. It doesn't, it doesn't have a clear path. It doesn't, 
you know, A doesn't necessarily lead to B. And you can go from A to J and then back to D and who knows where. It's a very um, organic process. And I think it's all about the people. I've learned a lot about loyalty. And so it's about working with teams of people and where those teams go as well, where we go as a group. Um, but I'd also like to spend some more time back home. To someone just starting in first year at UQ, what, what would be your best piece of advice? I think the best piece of advice is just to trust your gut. You know, you already know what you want to do. You've just got to learn to be able to listen to your instincts and to trust them and to know that uh, at that point time is on your side and um, it's going to be okay. It's also possible to make it up as you go along and I think that's really important to remember. What about to Deborah Riley, first-year student? What advice would you give yourself? Um, I think I would just tell myself to lighten up a bit. It's going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And to buckle up and work hard, Uh, that's what it comes down to. But, uh, yeah, I was a very serious student, and I think that over time I've had to learn that the work and the life is actually the same thing, so you better learn to enjoy both. Yeah, absolutely. Deborah Riley, thank you. Thank you, Madonna. Thank you so much for having me. We hope you enjoyed this conversation with UQ Vice-Chancellor's Alumni Excellence Award recipient, Deb Riley. To learn more about our Alumni Award winners or for more information about the UQ Alumni Programming, please visit the UQ Alumni webpage at alumni.uq.edu.au or follow UQ alumni on social media. My name is Madonna King and thanks for listening.